Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. What's up? Man, here we are. Woo! We made it. We're at Doc and Devo 19. Everybody say hey. Yeah. All right. Every year gets better. I don't know how it's possible, but every year gets better. Every single time. Every of the years. We got Doug Logan back. That's yeah, been and he's really alive. Fun. Yeah, well, no, he was sick again today. Oh, he almost Doug. died again. I think Doug only gets sick when he's with us because he knows our hospitals are really good. Yeah, and they're very close this they, year. Yeah, you know moved, what? That's, that's why we why. chose this church. Mm-hmm. It was right down the road from the hospital. So Doug is uh, in good hands while he's here. We have uh, Dr. Jimmy Hamilton's. Yeah, Dr. Hamilton's. There he is. He's back there. Just killing it. Brought his son, Luke. Luke Hamilton's. Yeah, we like him. Oh, he's strong. Luke. You're my jam, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> so the breakouts have been good. We've had a really good time. All right, we got to get to it. We're just going to do a real short one here. Short one. Here we go. Um, now, Joe, there's some things on Twitter that upset you. Now, surprise, upset surprise. They didn't upset Something me. annoyed Joe. It annoyed me. Yes, it, it, it annoyed me. Now, again, like I get it. Like we all say things to be provocative sometimes to get a conversation started. So this guy, I'm not going to say his name, Eric Schumacher. He, um, he said this thing, and here's what he said on Twitter. He said, Acts, that's not the book of Acts, it's the acrostic, the prayer method, A-C-T-S. You guys familiar with that, right? All right yeah, that's a you guys good, know what that it's is? It's a good thing, right? Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. It's actually a very good thing. So he said, Acts lacks lament. No wonder why so many Christians do too. So that Christians oftentimes lack lament is an observation that's worth noting and it's worth talking about. Yeah, yeah. Most likely true. And blaming it on Acts, I thought that was kind of interesting. And so some of us, a few people were like, well, um, actually, lament would fall under confession uh, in our estimation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Batzig. Uh, oh, Nicky yeah. Batzig's. You know what? Here. Yeah, exactly. And so when we were talking about it, we're like, yeah, it falls under confession. But we didn't, we're like, oh, let's keep that between us until we saw Nick Batzig say that. And they're like, smart. oh, we're right. Look at yeah, that guy. Nick guys. Batzig said it. Exactly. Yeah, like, it's under confession. Yeah, right. And it's also under uh, supplication, he would yep. say. So, um, so you know, there, were, there were a few of us saying, like, pushing back a little bit. And then Steve McCoy gets on and he said, Steve was not happy the like, other day. He's like, hey, bro, you know what else lacks? Lament. How about the Lord's Prayer? And then, uh, and then homeboy's like, well, uh, technic, he's like, technically it also lacks confession, which is weird because, yeah, because forgive us our debts kind of, as we forgive those that have trespassed against us. It's kind of a confessionary confessional. I feel like you just, yeah, you just asked for that forgiveness. I I just feel, all right. Yeah. So, so, so one thing we want to say, first of all, the reason lament, uh, is included in confession is because all of our laments are tied to sin, whether that's our sin yeah. or the sin in the world, the brokenness, right? So uh, there is no lament that is somehow divorced from sin. So whether we're confessing our personal guilt or, and, and repenting or whether we are confessing brokenness in the world, it's always tied to sin. It also does fall under um, other aspects of this and I think the reason we should say, we should push back a little bit and go, okay, there, there's a place for lament, but, but full-on organized lament is not a 
regular thing, right? No. It happens when circumstances are such, when there is discipline upon us from the Lord. Uh, Israel lamented uh, for various reasons, right, when judgment would come upon them. Mm-hmm. So lament does happen from time to time, and it should be an aspect of our corporate gatherings from time to time, right? We can have a service that is a service of lament, but that would not be a regular thing. No. It only becomes a regular thing when it's a part of confession. Correct. So, all right, so the ACTS model, let's just talk a little bit about it. When you pray, do you use the ACTS model? No. Really, you don't? I know, use the I don't. I, don't, I, don't I always know. use the ACTS model. Do you? Well, how come you don't use it? Because I'm because you pray biblical? for like three seconds. Like you're like, it's like, thanks, Lord. Good day. Go. Yeah, I'm awake. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so like, so you don't use the ACTS model on the regular. When do you? Yeah, use Yeah, I don't it? sit there and think it. I guess. I, yeah. I, maybe I don't intentionally do it. Right. I, maybe because I had done it for so long, it's maybe just become a part, just a natural part of my prayer life. Right. Is uh is. Yeah, adoring, starting off, because it feels awkward, like, jumping right in and saying, do this for me. Right. Right? Like, as far as, like, the supplication goes. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would say uh, starting off with adoration, talking about who God is uh, and what he it's has praise, done. praise, right? Yep. It's, it's, it's kind of marveling in the goodness of God. I think that's how I do it, too. I know I follow the X model sort of at this point instinctively mm-hmm. because it's, it was ingrained in me early on, and I really yeah. liked it. And so, um, yeah, I don't think acts all the time. Sometimes yeah, I, do. I don't sit there and go in my journal. You, you don't know, write out. ACTS I don't. I don't. No, I do. Not. You can't spell acts. That's why you don't. No, no. Yeah, it's kind of, it I, come on now. A X S. We got it. So adoration and then confession. So when we do enter into confession, like the way we talk about it at Redeemer, mm-hmm. confession focuses on an admittance of guilt. Yeah. But we're also really asking God to help us to see our specific sins, right? Like the confession says we want to repent of uh, specific sins. Specifically, Specifically, yeah, exactly. So it's not just this blanket statement, right? Uh, Sorry. Sorry, God. So Canadian. Canadian, You just said said that. Yeah. No, that's why I'm Yeah, there you are. There you are. Yeah, Yeah, you and my wife. Sorry. That's a a Canadian confession. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. You know, about time. (laughs) But no, yeah, it's not just this blanket statement, right? It's not this, this blanket apology. Uh, but it's it's like Joe said. There's got there's some particular sins that you've committed to individuals, uh, and you need to confess those sins, right? And you need to recall those and ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, show me these sins, because there's some sins that may, maybe you don't recognize, you yeah. don't see right away, but others that you do, and so you implore the Holy Spirit to make these things known to you, so that you could repent. Uh, you could confess and repent before God and others. And so, oftentimes in there, it's we're like Isaiah, right? Uh, woe is me for um, I'm a man of unclean lips yeah. uh, among a people of unclean lips, right? Like there, there, there is a confession, not just of, of, uh, of the sin in my own life that I'm guilty of, but like the reality of sin in the world. Mm-hmm. And so then we have these Psalms of lament, like Sean was just showing us in the Lagos promo. By the way, what do you think of that scripture? Uh, all right, so there's this thing Sean was showing me. Oh, I don't, have my, I don't know my what phone. What are you doing? What are you doing? He's, his, no, stop it. I don't stop know it. Phone is. No, stop it. His, he, his sponsorship already, is done. All right, there's this, what's it called, Sean? Scripture thing? All right, so he we, didn't pay for this part. If you got the app, here's the thing. If you got the app, you you, you open up the app on your phone. The this is pretty app. amazing. All right. Reference scanner. Reference right. scanner. It's this pretty is, amazing, this Sean. Is, this is like, okay, since we're cessationists generally in the Reformed tradition, this is as close as we're going to get to like a miracle, miraculous gift that you can actually <laughs> just use whenever you want. So scripture reference tagger. So I don't know what it's called. So you open up the app. You hit the little you hit the little thing on the bottom, and it pops up scripture ref. What's it called? Scripture reference. 
Reference, Reference scanner. scanner. All right. If you're reading a book, you're reading any book, whether it's the 1689 Confession or one of the books we gave you, and you see all those scripture references on the page, you just take a picture of the whole page, and it it scans it, and it populates in the app all of those scripture references so you can read them right on your screen like that. That's pretty amazing. It's crazy. It's That's pretty that amazing. Logos. That is nuts. Okay. Anyway, what were we talking about? Well, I, I don't know. You just kind of adoration, confession. You were adoring oh, yeah. logos there. Uh, well, I guess I, I got a little confused. <laughs> so here's the thing: so you got adoration, confession. Yep. So it, it, it's it's also corporate. Um, I think lament can fall. In and there. I, hold on, I like that you talk about the corporate, right? Yeah. So we focus a lot of times on personal, but even together as a body of Christ, uh, confessing our sins is is important. Having that time within the service uh, to reflect upon uh, uh, how we have. Uh, disobeyed God. It, like it's, it's, it's one of the great equalizers, right? There are these two equalizers that, um, that we have in the church, right? And one, uh, maybe three, right? There's the Imago Dei. We're all mm-hmm. made in God's image. Uh, there is the reality of sin. We are all sinners in need of grace. And then in the church, we are all equal at the cross. We're all equal yeah. in Christ. So these are these great equalizers. And so the confession of sin in corporate worship is not only so that we can draw near to God with a clear conscience being cleansed uh, of our unrighteousness, but it also promotes uh, familial love for each other and humility because we recognize that we're the same. We're not better than one another. Mm-hmm. So adoration, confession, thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yep. That's my favorite holiday. That's your favorite. Why? Is this the one that Jen puts everything out? Yeah. She, Jen cooks it two big birds and the giblet gravy with like the gizzards in it. And the everything. gizzards are good. The gizzards are good. Gizzards so are good. So that's really, wow, they got, they got dark on. They didn't like that. Oh, so, uh, sorry, you guys hate Thanksgiving. So, okay. So we've already talked about praise. Yeah. <laughs> bunch, of, bunch of people. Yeah. Thanksgiving's a racist holiday or something. Maybe they're, maybe they're thinking that. Yeah. They're like, oh. I'm not going down this path. Some people get sensitive about Thanksgiving. I tap out. No, I'm I'm not saying, I'm not taking sides. I'm not taking sides. You're on your own. Some people are sensitive about Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, what were we talking about? Thanksgiving. Yeah, So what's the difference? We've already talked about praising God. How is Thanksgiving different from adoration? Yeah, because we're we're thanking him for what he has done, right? Mm -hmm. And so in adoration, we're praising him for what, for who he is. And for Thanksgiving, we were uh, thanking him uh, for his grace and mercy in our lives. We don't, there's a lot of things we don't deserve. I mean, he takes, he he, he takes care of us. The the jobs that we have, the families that we have, uh, the the forgiveness that we have. The best friends that you have. Thank you, Steve. Oh, the, the, you know, uh, the people that God has brought into our lives. Uh, so we, we just thank God for what he has done, how he has, how he has uh, seen us through these temptations and trials and struggles and, and circumstances. And so we, we thank him uh, for his hand upon us. See, before Oprah ever came out with her gratitude journal idea, we were talking about gratitude as the foundation of Christian ethics, like in the Reformed tradition. Uh, thankfulness as the regular part of, of, of Christian faith and worship. Yeah. And so one of the books you got in your amazing swag bag. You like your swag bags? Yeah. Thank you, sponsors. All right. So, Legionnaires. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're your jam, too. They are my so, jam. Legionnaire. Uh, I think it was them, right? Yeah. They gave us, thanks, Joe Holland. They gave us Calvin's book on the Christian life, that little book. All right, in that book, Calvin argues, and I say this all the time because it's like one of my favorite part in that book. Calvin argues that thankfulness, that gratitude, is the very thing that curbs the misuse, the abuse, and the neglect of the gifts of God. So when you're thankful, you're not going to get drunk on that wine or that beer or that bourbon. Um, you will drink it in moderation to the glory of God. You won't misuse it or abuse it, right? It, go, it, it applies to your marriage. This mm-hmm. applies to uh, the food that you eat. Thankfulness curbs abuse 
and neglect. So to be sure and read that book. So then what about uh, supplication? Yeah, uh, supplication. And then that's where we uh, bring our requests like, uh, before God, uh, it, things that he already knows, but we're, we're bringing it to him and, and asking for him to intercede. Now, supplication, the, the, the most important thing that I've learned in supplication is, and I read this in The Bible in the Closet by Thomas Watson and Samuel Lee uh, back in the 90s, right? The late 90s, uh, probably 98. Um, and it was, you know, I'm, I'm a Calvinist. I believe God is sovereign. You can't change God's mind. So my prayers were essentially, hey, Lord, pray that you would uh, save my mom and my dad. That'd be great. Uh, and then I move on, right? I just be like, I was like, what am I going to do? Uh, in, uh, in accordance to your will. Yeah. It's like, uh, so, but then I'm, I'm reading, I'm reading the, the Bible in a closet, right? And so these Puritans are saying like, no, no, no. You have to reason with God in your prayers. They're like, look at the prayers throughout Scripture. Mm-hmm. They're reasoning with God. Not because they believe that they can change God's minds, but they are providing reasons that God should answer this request. One of them is like, this is clearly in conformity with your revealed will, Lord, mm-hmm. like your will of precepts, so I'm praying in accordance with that. Yeah. So then I began to pray, Lord, would you save my mom? Because. That's the word, right? Because, because I need a par- parents who uh, know you. Because I, I need a mom and a dad, but neither one were, were believers. I think at the time I was praying this, maybe my mom was, when I was praying, save my parents because I, I need that parental uh, influence and, and unity around Jesus. Save them because it would glorify you and your mercy to, to reach through and, and, to, and to convert somebody you know, who are moving on into later years, right? Because most Christians are converted by the time they're 18, Right, the, the, the numbers drop once you get past that. So, like, people are set in their ways, you know. Yeah. You can't teach an old dog new trip. So, I began to reason with them over this. That's what supplication became. Not just a laundry list of things, but mm. why should God respond to these things? How does it bring glory to Him? How does it meet my needs? And how does it bless others? The really good uh, feature of supplication. And part of that, though, is that is that posture of of humility, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just like reasoning with God, trying to like force Him into it, right? Get right. Him into a corner. Oh, gotcha! You got this. Now you got to do this kind of a thing. But it's 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 re, uh, imploring with him that, I mean, we, we see what he calls us and what he's got for us in our lives. And so we're just leaning in on the promises of God saying, you are faithful to yourself. We're just asking you just to continue to, to be who you are. Right. You almost, I thought you were going to say leaning on the everlasting arms. Because no. you are a Southern Baptist, so I thought nah, you were going to go nah, there. No, nah, I'm good. All right. I'm good. All right, listen. we got to wrap it up. People got to go to lunch. They're hungry. Oh, yep. There you go. Uh, well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You could follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can send up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. All you guys go grab some gear. Banter of Truth, because of Banner, because Banner of Truth is here, we're doing a sale if you buy the banter of truth, you get a uh, discount on your complete order. So go get the banter of truth and then go get one for Pat Daly and make him wear it in front we of already, We already gave him one. Don't waste your money. We already gave him one. Why aren't you wearing it, Pat? Where are you? Yeah, don't be, don't be scared, homie. JoeFoStore.com and grab some gear. Fresh, Fresh pod. pod every Monday and Thursday. Fresh Blog pod. posts on Wednesdays. Video content on Fridays. Later. Later.